0: Dear listener, welcome to a special Christmas edition of the same old Wombles season two episode. Yeah, um, yes, this special Christmas edition is going to sound a lot like all the other podcasts we've done, but we might add a little Christmas tune at the end. Uh, today I am joined by uh, Adam Proctor and Alex Folks. The, we are the regular team here, I've realized this. Um, so uh, Matt Cooper, Adam. And Alex, and we are going to be reflecting. These are some of the things we might talk about. We're going to reflect on the last week. Um, Alex is going to give a detailed overview of why the EFL trophy is so special to him personally. Um, we're going to talk about are we too obsessed with Ali? Um, what do we need in the January sales? A little look back on Mick Buckley, who gave an update, an end of year update and uh, some interesting things from that. And then to end our session, we have a special Christmas quiz which Anna will be taking us through. no one doubts the way you feel know your passion's very real I must say we're all impressed the way the fans approach this test the days have gone with football clubs live and fly just our fans love Davis isn't just a game and tough decisions must be made so hello chaps festive greetings are you all well and ready for the festive period ahead? Uh, Alex, I'm very interested in your how your festivities start this evening, which recording right. is just before the Crawley game.
1: Right. Well, at the moment, it's lunchtime on Friday. We're recording this. I don't know when it's going to go out, but I'm going straight after we finish this. I'm going to the Alex in Wimbledon to meet up with Mark to have a drink or two. Then we're going down to the Crawley game. And then I'm going to attempt to get to my family who live in Sussex now. And from Crawley to where they live is four trains, each of which is basically one or two stops with about five minutes uh, change time in between. So I could get down there in just under an hour. Or if British Rail do their thing, I could be sleeping in three bridges overnight. So we'll see, we'll see. But you know, it's it's the whole festive spirit in it.
0: Excellent. That's that's three bridges, the place. Not as in like three separate bridges.
1: I uh, don't know. Does, does three bridges have three bridges? I don't know. I presume. It's an interesting list. thing.
0: What, no, it wouldn't. It um, wouldn't. But be we could do another podcast about a podcast about town names. Um. Yeah, that's horrendous. It's like we've got to do that Santa tracker. We should do an Alex tracker. See where he is on his journey. From Crawley, to Sussex. Has he made it in time?
2: Or is he frozen on one of those platforms? Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: or has he stopped at three bridges? Hey, Adam, what about you? You all ready for the festive break?
2: Yeah, I'm well up for a break. Uh, yeah, we the university's shut now. Uh, I'm probably not going back to work till the 8th of January. So I am going to be doing next to nothing and staying in my house with... Uh, well, I've got various kind of snoods and blankets and things. I want to come to the game on the 29th. I can't make the Boxing Day game. Um, but, of course, it's the holidays. So what happens in the holidays? Replacement buses, obviously. And so I don't know if I want to be getting a replacement bus home from Eastleigh at midnight to Southampton. So I'm still umming and ahhing about the uh, the one bit of football I might watch over the holidays
0: And and imagine, imagine if there was like train problems, and there was something wrong with the beer robots as well. I mean, that would just be—I don't even know where where we would go with that. To be honest, that would be that's a whole other new podcast. On a Friday, yeah, on a Friday night, if those
2: beer robots went wrong, oh my word! It would—we'd have to start a whole separate
0: podcast. Uh, That's a nightmare. Oh, anyhow, the last week, the last week of football, last week's football results. So we had, and it seems I don't know why it seems forever ago. We had a draw, didn't we? We were away um, at Salford, nil nil, um, and it felt like we were, we felt like we were all over them. And I was watching some of the highlights there, um, and Ali didn't have his scoring boots on for the first time, which I'm really grateful for, I, and I'm so hoping that that's what that's the game that scouts were watching. So it was... uh,
1: Alex, what did you make of it? Uh, We missed some pretty obvious chances. uh, But, you know, those days happen. Um, Even for a player as good as Ali. And, yeah, I I hear what you say. I hear what everybody else says. But, yeah, he is fabulous. Um, But what we we saw in that was, again, we had gazillions of shots. And that seems to be our style of play at the moment. Yeah, OK, we didn't convert them, but... We're having lots and lots of shots. They don't all appear to be long-range pot shots from 30 yards out. Uh, there are lots of genuine chances. And you've got to think that uh, whatever class of striker you've got, you're going to convert a reasonable number of them. Uh, it was an exception, I think, getting a nil-nil. Yes, we we, we defended well. Uh, our goals conceded away from home. Tally is magnificent. I think we're, what, fifth in the... Yeah. EFL or fifth in in English football, um, for that. So that's that's fantastic. Uh, lo and behold, then we get to the cut and shut trophy, and we score five, uh, with a much changed team. So we are clearly still banging them in for fun. Uh, that was against Pompey. I don't quite know what team Pompey put out, but it was uh, you know, it, however second rate it was it was still there you know they're still a league above us so we got to look hopeful I think the only downside from that apart from the fact it's the EFL trophy and as you alluded to earlier uh, my care for that trophy is about eight percent at the moment I really don't care very much for it so uh, the only downside to that was Ali. Subbing on and then subbing off again, which implies that he must have been injured. Uh, yes, he's just, scored I've a goal.
0: Check, I've checked on that, Alex. And there is that um, they've done the, the team news for tonight, and uh, Ali's fit and ready to go. He got a he got a he got a knock, uh, and it's interesting because obviously this podcast is going to go out um, after the Cooley game, whether it's um, tomorrow, Saturday, or Sunday, or or Monday. Who knows? um we're beholden to adam who's brilliant we love him and we're never going to criticize the fact that this podcast goes out up to a week after we've recorded it because we adam we without not... you we, without you this wouldn't happen so it's not even not true that's not that. even true so i know uh, it's not it's Can not just say? sometimes it's two weeks um so anyhow whilst whilst uh, uh alex was just giving an overview and i'm i'm We'll have to come back to you, Alex, to, give, to get your real thoughts on the EFL Trophy, which I know you love. Uh, <clears throat> this special edition, we've been joined by the CEO, nonetheless. Uh, Channel, he's on Channel 4 recently. He's been on BBC Radio London. He's fit us into his busy schedule of talking to all the press and media that there is. The CEO of Fair Game, Sir Niall Cooper, OBE, MBE, uh, C.I.B. Uh, so, now thank you so much for spending some time. We're not looking at you directly in the eye. Um, just just how's it been for the last... Because I know that you're saving football at the moment. So how's it been the... Um, obviously, the, the Super League things come back up. Um, and I know that lots of sides have funnily put out quotes saying that they're not interested. Yeovil, I think, later saying that they're not interested in joining the Super League. And I think, fun, that Wimbledon should say that we have committed to joining it. Uh, now, what's so great...
3: About the Super League, well, I think here, Wimbledon do need to join it. It's very important that you've heard it, here,
0: with... guys. The CEO of Fair Gamers, Wimbledon joining the family. It's an exclusive. It's an exclusive. We'll be leading with that today. Uh, but now, now we've got really talk about the football from last week. Um, uh, Adam, uh, you were just about saying what you thought of the the Pompey the Pompey game.
2: I was. You're right.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> And you Uh, live in Southampton, so there's a little bit of
2: an edge there. Yeah, there is, basically. Yeah, I could rib... You know, everyone was very happy, obviously, that that we beat Portsmouth, because Southampton people want Portsmouth to lose every single game they ever play. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's the cut-and-shut trophy, right? So I didn't go... I do quite like going to Portsmouth, because it's quite a fun away trip, um, and it's easy to get to, and, of course, easy for my dad from the Isle of Wight, etc. So, um, yeah, I... I haven't watched any of the highlights, actually. I just I just lit, followed it sort of live on the text machine or whatever, and it just seemed like, yeah, great, great game. I was... Dis- the one... The 0-0 against Salf- Salford. Um, I was super disappointed about that, actually. I thought that was a game we should have won, and I think it would have been really... would have done loads of favours had we won that game. Because, of course, right at the end... We kept dipping in and out of the playoffs because of other results. It was like, we're still in eighth. No, it was, that was quite funny. Um, it was a kind of to and fro text message to my dad. And I was like, oh, at least we're still in the playoffs. He's like, not anymore. Yes, we're back. Not anymore. Yes, we're back. I was like, oh, what is going on? How long are these games running for? So, um, Portsmouth game, great, beat Portsmouth. Uh, I don't know what side they played. I can't imagine they played a, a, any, like, a, a really weak side. Um, I guess we get more money. For that, which is great, you know, and roll on the next round. I think we've all sort of discussed in here that yeah, if if we get to the final and all the other stupid B teams are out, etc., then maybe we'll make an effort to attend one of those matches. But beyond that, yeah, I mean Alex obviously hates it, so I have I'm less hateful of it.
0: Adam, you say you say you say he uh Alex doesn't like it, but genuinely whilst we were following it all uh, all the, the only the only texts I kept getting were from were from Alex. Uh, I think he's even told us that it was Alex told me that the next team we're playing is Oxford United, so he he knows what's going on. And Alex, maybe it's time to um, before we talk to Nile in more detail. Um, maybe it's maybe Alex, it's time for you to tell us what is so special about the EFL Trophy for you.
1: Um. There is nothing special about the EFL trophy. It is... Does they not make, want you to make a Bristol car? Do you not want to, a Bristol it's car, motor? It's a, it's a second-rate trophy. It's clearly, you know, you've got the FA Cup, you, which you know we're still in. Hello. We've got the one-round cup, which we're not still in. Um, and then you've got this trophy for um, the two lowest leagues, uh, which would be okay. It would be interesting. Um, but... It's got the under-21s in it, and the Prem sides don't field under-21s. They field reserves and injured players and so on. Uh, We've got certain rules that we've got to play a certain number of first-teamers and so on. So it's an unequal playing field. It is encouraging B teams, and I don't like that. So, yeah, I really could do without this trophy, I think we should withdraw from it. Uh, I realise that there's money involved, I realise that you have to give notice and all that sort of thing but I don't think we should be involved in that trophy at all uh, until such time as it goes back to what it should be the Sherpa Vans trophy or whatever it used to be called uh, where it was just the teams from the bottom two divisions and that's, that's great, I can live with that um, As it stands if all the uh under 21s are out then I'll start getting vaguely interested by the uh by the semi-finals but no I wasn't watching it I was following on Twitter what had happened and obviously we scored loads of goals and that made it interesting uh obviously I was really concerned about Ali coming on and they are getting subbed off but it, as you said it seems like that's probably not as bad as it it could have been so yeah it's just another game. It's a chance for players to get injured. Uh, I'm really glad that Aaron Sasu and Josh Davison and even Bersie all scored. That's great for them. But I think the risks at the moment are too high uh, for us when we need everybody in In fine Fettle.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because i have been thinking about injuries and actual fact, I think most of us looking at that game wouldn't have thought that Ali would be anywhere near getting on, to be honest with you. Um, and I'm surprised. I was really, I was surprised that he made that decision because I think we were four two up or something at that moment. So maybe he just thought, if I put Ali on, then they have to think about that and they can't think about attacking. And in actual fact, it worked, didn't it? Because he he nicked in with the fifth goal. But yeah, it's a weird old trophy. And in actual fact, um, I genuinely now cannot remember the full name of the sponsor. I know it's got a Bristol in it somewhere uh disappointed that uh the pizza people got out because at least then there was the pizza trophy this seems like a weird old trophy i can't it was sherpa vans at some point or maybe that's maybe that's going to have to be part of that quiz that are uh you know what what has this trophy been called and i agree it's absolutely ridiculous that the um the prem sides are allowed to be into it i don't think it adds anything at all An actual fact what it's done is it's decimated a competition where there were people attending, you know, people would be going to it. And I'm sure, I think the attendances have dropped off considerably since, since this. Um, But yeah. So anyhow, that's why I, but I was, we were, we were uh, texting during the game and uh, Alex's level of interest went from five to 8%. So I think it was on a swing. So maybe by the time we get to the, if we got to the final, it would be, uh, it would be up there. But yeah, so there we go. So, that's it. But uh, it's interesting this whole all the talk about Ali and the and the sales. Oh, and are we too obsessed with Ali Hamadi? Are we too obsessed? Coming into the January sales, are we are we too obsessed about what's going to happen to him? Because I think, you know, like you says, the big news from midweek was uh, he might have got injured and then he was going to be out. We know he's going to be missing for a lot of games in January because he's going to be at the Asia Cup. Um we're all terrified that he he's going to go somewhere, and this is despite Mick Buckley giving his end of year update, which said there are no quote there are no plans to sell any players in this window. So, but are we too are we too obsessed? Oh, would really would our season be over if uh, either Ali um, was sold in the January or was injured for a long for a long period of time? Would would that be the end of our season? What do you think, Nye? Bringing uh, CEO uh, Sonal Cooper in uh, to talk on this issue. Thanks, thanks, so whatever Matt. he says now, this is gonna be the most important thing because he's a very important man. Uh, Sonal Cooper, please.
3: Right. Thank you, Matty. Um, <laughs> I have got letters after my name, but they're not, also sir, but there you go, um, they're very boring. Uh, as a trained teacher, I have PGCE after my name, but there you go, uh, very unexciting. Um, do I think we name would you it, what
0: it wouldn't be Niall Cooper, sir, it would be Sir Niall Cooper, wouldn't it? If you were
3: see, that's clearly why I'm never gonna get that. Yeah. Um right. Thanks, Matt. Right I'm I'm not Alex is going doing this kind of time thing, right? And basically, I have not I have not had a chance to a go back with my brother yet. Who all ever since I joined late, I joined late because my daughter was downloading chat GPT. So it's very important for this podcast to know. Um, what I was going to say is, obviously, with this podcast going out, um, uh, at the time it does go out, I just want to say, uh, great result for the boys against Crawley. Or, oh, my God, we were really unlucky. Can't believe we didn't win. Or, my God, that huge thunderstorm that came through and made the game abandoned. That was amazing. Or, God, I hate Crawley and always have. And they're a bunch of beep, beep, beep. And we were so unlucky and they should be disbanded. So any of those, Adam, when you edit, you can delete. Any of those that are appropriate, and that will work perfectly. Fantastic, right? So Al Hamadi, um, I my view on Al Hamadi is uh, we're going to really miss him if he goes, um, not necessarily because of the goals he scores, which I think is really important, but the chaos he causes. Because off the box, people going are looking for Al Hamadi, which means that we get other players have the opportunity to get space, which we wouldn't normally have. And that's it. I normally I'd love to be in a situation saying if Alhamadi goes, then we'll be fine and we'll cope and all the rest of it. But I've I've seen us lose players in, at the January transfer window, and it's totally transformed our season. So, yeah, look, I'm worried if we lose Al-Hamedi. Um We might find another nugget somewhere, um, but you know we're in really good form at the moment. I think you know realistically we're in a really good shout of getting into the playoffs and doing well in the cup tournaments mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, so I, I'm a bit nervous about it. Um, so you know, definitely, I think if we lose if we lose him, it would be a real big, real big problem for us. I think, I wouldn't want to say that. I don't want. I would rather it not be the case. But I do think that that he's such a key, influential person for us right now.
0: Uh, Adam, what do you what do you think? Is if I mean, because I'm worried. I mean, I, my my thought is that we are, like I said, we're going to lose him for a period of time. Anyhow does that does that mean that we're writing off these? These January games, are we are we not good enough without him? I'd like to think we are. I'm, I mean, it's obvious we need another striker.
3: Without Hamadi, we're a kind of a team that's like top five. I think without him, we're like nine ten.
0: Uh, yeah, and 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 Adam, what do you think? Sorry, but oh. uh, I do apologise.
2: Thank you, Matthew. That's fine. I, you know, uh, <laughs> so. Uh, no, I actually, I actually think we will be okay now. I think he's brought a lot of confidence to the rest of the team as, he's, as his performance has improved, and we're seeing other players start to show their confidence, Sasu and um, Billaire and Bugle, you know so I'm actually I'm, I do think we probably do need another striker, sure, but I, I actually think the confidence of the whole team is really high. And that's what helps. And like Alex has referred to, we're, we're getting lots of shots off. I, I, haven't done any, I haven't dug into any of the stats, but I'm pretty confident that, all, that those shots aren't all coming from Ali. You know, so I actually think we'll be okay. It's going to be a knock, obviously, and we will have to adjust accordingly. Um, but I think we've got options, you know. And, you know, Davidson will want to come and do more, you know, and he'll have the, more opportunity. And so, you know, he'll be looking to kind of show off, I suppose, as well. Um, So, yeah, I think think
1: we'll be all right. I think you've got a situation like the Premier League teams have, which is you never say no to an additional skillful player. Um, I think Ali is our talisman at the moment. That's not to say that other players aren't playing well or couldn't step up. But you don't want to lose somebody who is clearly scoring goals, creating havoc, giving opportunities to everybody else in the team. I think it was really good that Mick came up with the update that he did. Um, I'm not surprised that he says something like, we have no plans to sell anybody in the January window. Because although we have the debt that needs to be repaid, the first tranche of bond isn't until 2025 so we we aren't forced to sell in this window because of that but what he's not saying is that if a decent offer comes in we're not going to sell him so or indeed any other player so i think we 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 have a right to be nervous we do need to get a couple more players in maybe even three players in uh if we keep hold of all our loanies uh because we've got to cover that Uh, that Asia Cup we've got to cover injuries and we've got to press on and make sure that we are in a position that we aren't trying to scrap into the last playoff place but we can actually comfortably go for it I hope that's what we do Um, I would love to see Ali stay until the end of the season and then reassess based on what we've achieved uh, in the final table Um, I've said that for a few weeks and I'd like to I'd like to hope that that might be what we're going to do
0: that's it. I mean, and it does bring us on to another point. So, um, aside from the need for a, for another striker, um, is there any other places, any other positions
1: on the pitch that you think we need uh, we need strengthening? I think the trouble with the January window is that for all that Craig Cope um, and Andy Thorne and others have done a really good job, they don't have a hundred percent hit rate. It's very easy to bring in. For instance, a winger who goes in and out of games and sparkles, but doesn't quite produce. Uh, we've got Ryan McLean, who's on loan at the moment, who looks like a, an interesting prospect. Is anybody we bring in going to be better than him? So I'm not sure that it's, uh, that, that sort of position is, is where we really need more people at the moment. But it's it's one of the easiest to recruit. Uh, I'd like to know what's up with PK at the moment as to whether we need another centre-back. So we've got four four fit and active centre-backs uh, because that's an easy place to get injuries. You always want cover for your central midfielders, even though Armani um, has been doing brilliantly uh, alongside Jake. You worry that one of those gets injured and that's the spine of our team gone. Uh, so, yeah you could you could happily take a replacement anywhere but i think the the key first first up is to get another number 9 um to 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 cover for Ali in the january window and hopefully um, bang in the goals for the rest of the season
0: No, what do you reckon any 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 other places we need to uh, strengthen in
1: so I'm with alex i think our
3: starting 11 at the moment is pretty strong so it's almost back up for all of those so my pale is not bad in centre mid as a backup. Do we need another centre mid potentially? Uh full backs. I kind of feel like maybe, but like again, maybe on the left side. Um up front, definitely, with Ali going uh, for the Asia Cup. Um, you know, and equally centre back. It's just it's more just whether the backup that I'm worried about. It's like, you know, if we pick up injuries, then we could be in problems. Remember that the last three seasons we actually had loads and loads of injuries and the difference this time around is we've not had loads of injuries which is probably where we are in the table is probably quite a significant part of that um so I think we need to be we need to be wary on that level and actually the whole injury thing is a really interesting one to go back to because remember we what do we have the the largest number of injuries the last couple of seasons and the, and the stats were horrendous and that was one of the things that Craig Coke came in and said that's one of the things you really wanted to saw. and we have to give a bit of credit to that because we've not had, I so should be like touch wood the whole works and all the things like that. We've not had really serious injuries this season, and we have had in every season for the last three or four. Um, so I think that's that's that the bit. The big, so big, I'm with I'm with Alex yeah. so I'd be good just to have a bit of backup on that in case You're anything cool. like that happens.
0: You're right, now. I mean, I think that was something that was mentioned pre-season, wasn't it? The issue that we had was. These injuries and and that was being tackled in our recruitment process as well as anything else, which which is another interesting thing because then we've had this guy training with us, haven't we, on his way to recovery, Ronan Curtis, who um, I understand is uh, had been an exceptional player, twenty seven year old winger, um, was Pompey, I think, until last season was offered a. a, a terms there on a reduced terms but turned it down in the hope that he could get a better deal and and was injured so um i mean people people i've been talking to seem to say that it would be too much he would what he would demand too much to come and play for us but it might be a risking for where he goes but do you think someone like ronan curtis alex would be someone i mean i don't know much about him myself i've got to be honest
1: i don't think we are lacking in that position at the moment. So if we would be sinking a lot of money into a player who's potentially going to come back from injury, um, then I don't think that's worth it. But I'm not the expert on this. I, I'm happy to leave it to Craig Cope, Andy Thorne and the football people to decide, is that is that worthwhile? Um, but I, I, I think we've got limited amounts of money. So let's, Spend it where we absolutely need it, uh, which means upfront,
0: yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Adam, do you reckon this is all right are we're we okay as we go forwards
2: yeah, i don't I mean, I don't think I've got anything extra to add what these guys have said and what you're thinking, I don't really know who's out there and what we really need I think we're I think we're all right, I mean, I do you know again, thinking about the money and stuff we've obviously if we you know if we don't spend any money on players, then that's a good thing. In terms of just our general operating sort of losses and costs, Um, but yeah, yeah, I let the I let the football people at the football club make decisions on football players. I just want us not to get. I just yeah, like Alex has already talked about, don't lose any loanees. Yeah, you know, we, we we just don't want to come out of the January window in a bad state like we have done for the last two seasons. Just if we can just be a bit
3: more stable, that would be great
0: and maybe get That's one thing i would
3: like to be a robot one thing i would like Matt. i think everybody else would be if joe lewis was to be made a permanent signing yep. that that would be one thing that would be good to have so you know that kind of uncertainty I mean, clearly made in my mind being one of our players of the season and if if it was permanent and there wasn't any prospect of him going back to stockport then I, I would be i would think that would be quite a, a big signing for us
0: and, yeah, and I'm I mean, feeling
1: that Stockport are doing well enough. Yeah, you'd want to have him. I would also sign Mrs. Robinson as well. Um, if you could get one or both of them, that'd be great. I think Niall's right. Joe Lewis has been a fantastic addition. Uh, so, yeah, if we could do a bit of business there. And also means that he would be available for the return fixture against Stockport as well, which we'd like to do quite well in, please. And and Stockport just it's uh, uh, interesting,
0: isn't it? Because I, I know that following that, what's it eight nil hammering of Sutton that uh, Sutton have now got rid of their manager, and I um, think I might say Jason Goodliffe is uh, stepped up to be their first team coach uh, for the time being, which is which is interesting. Obviously, uh, a former hero with us. Um. Yeah. Anyhow. Um. As we now uh, roll towards the end of the new year, festive season is upon us. I'm aware that Adam has prepared a quiz. <clears throat> I'm very excited about this, Adam. Oh, uh, our 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 festive festive quiz, same old Wombles quiz of the year, uh, listener. I know you're going to be very excited. Quiz about. of the year,
2: yeah. I might have had a little elf helping me with the quiz, <laughs> to yeah. say the least.
0: Hot little, but, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, so I have a quiz. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just try and do the quiz. Thankfully, I have the answers as well. <laughs> so if everyone's ready, um, I will go. Okay, so the first uh, question. How's this is... working,
0: Adam? Is it is it fingers on buzzers? Do we just jump in, or are you asking us one at a time? Oh, I don't at least know. At the rules
2: here. That's true. What rules? Do, what do we want to do? I mean, do we want to be like jumping in, or do we want to go round the room? Round the room. All right. So I'll go. i do. I'll go. Shall I go? Nile, Alex, Matt. And then, go, and then go the other way. So, yeah? All right, there let's do are. that.
0: On right, the hoof, okay. making these quiz rolls up as we go.
2: <laughs> oh, my elf didn't give me rules for the quiz. <laughs> uh, okay, so the first question of, just so people know how long this is gonna last, 12 questions, is how many youth team products, I wouldn't have used that word, but okay, how many youth team products have made their debut in the first team this season? So that's how many youth team players have made their debut in the first team this season. Nile
3: Are, are we can... counting the uh, the trophy? Uh,
2: I don't I don't know. <laughs> that's not Let's in my
3: trophy. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with uh 8. No.
1: It's going to be a bit less than that. i was going to go with 6.
2: Four. Already the Christmas was broken down. <laughs> sorry, no, that's fine. That's good, because I, I... Yeah, so that was better. The, um, It was six, and I can tell you who they are. So, well done, Alex. Well, well, done, well done, Alex. It was Aaron Sasu, Morgan Williams, Justin Clark, Paris Locke, Kai Jennings, and Junior Enking. I don't know how to pronounce his surname. So. But, uh, yeah, and if six
0: to your words. question, Niall, then yes. <laughs> that does include the... I yeah.
2: trophy. Good. That's I knew we someone died. would know that. Probably would. I knew someone would know the answer to that. Are you keeping oh, track of the scores, Adam? Uh, of course I am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell
1: me, tell me to doing, cool. Chris. It's
0: always a success. It's
1: always <laughs> a success. All right. Victoria Corin Mitchell is looking on in envy at your <laughs> <production>.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I don't think
1: so. Okay. Yes.
2: Oh, yeah. So, okay. We'll go round the room again. And you just got to give your answer. And I won't tell you if it's right or wrong until we've done everyone. So, number two, how many individual goal scorers have we had this season? Brackets all competitions. 11. So, yeah. I'm going to go
0: more. I'm going to go 14. I'm going
3: to go 13. (sighs) Oh. It's fifteen.
2: No one gets any points.
0: What? Not closest wins?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. <Nope>.
3: Unfortunately.
2: <laughs> okay. So yeah. Okay. So this third question, and we'll start with with Matthew this time. Which nineteen eighty eight Cup winners were present at the TV game versus Ramsgate? Oh. And you have to get all of them.
0: Uh- Terry Gibson, Andy Fawn, and John Scales. Okay. Alex?
1: I can't add to that. The three of them were there, and I don't think anybody else was, because obviously Joby McEnough is much later. Um, Thash wasn't there. Vinny wasn't there. Dave Bessent wasn't there. No, I can't add to that.
3: Okay, Niall? I think that's... Oh, right. You could take... I think Harry Bassett was there, but he's not a player, but he was there. But he wasn't part of the A18. What made him thinking? My God, that's awful. Um, now I'm going through it. So there were no Besson, no Club Goodyear, no Terry Thielen, no Vinnie Jones, no Eric Young, Andy Ford was there. Gibbo was there. Corky wasn't there. Flash wasn't there. Sanch wasn't there, uh, Wise wasn't there, Scales was there and Cunningham's dead. So therefore I think it's right, I think it's those three.
2: So the answer is, uh, yeah you're all correct, Thorn, Gibson and Scales, so one point each.
0: Uh, I've got some issues with the rules of this game. Why?
1: It's not my that.
2: fault you went first, Mark. I mean, it? it's not, if it's Matthew went first, it's not my fault that he gave everyone else the answers. I mean...
0: What am I better do? I'm to give up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, we'll start with Alex this time then, and then we'll go Niall, Matthew. Okay, so... Uh, number four, youth team player Harry Sidwell is what relation to former Dons Player of the Year Lee Sidwell? So, Harry Sidwell, what is his relationship to Lee Sidwell?
1: He is his nephew because he is Steve Sidwell's son.
0: Yeah, that's okay. correct. Yeah, he's his nephew. Oh, actually, we all get a point for that one. <laughs> I don't know how else to run it. Like
2: uh, That's fine, isn't it? That's fine, yeah. Alex is that right. is correct, yeah. It is, it, or it, yeah, he is his nephew. <laughs> okay, number five. Uh who we gonna start with now? Niall, I suppose. Um (laughs) who have the youth team beaten in the FA Youth Cup so far? And I'll give you a point for each correct one. So how who sorry, who have the youth team beaten? I
3: can't remember we played last one. Uh I'm just going to get nothing. A complete Dart bag or something like that. Are you well, Alex? Gonna, not, them all?
2: I'm not going to say, but yeah, just tell me which Alex. teams you think. Well, a point for each one.
3: <laughs> and you can't have forever. Um, no, honestly, I'm going to struggle. I'm going to lose this anyway. So I'm going to let Alex because Alex knows them all.
1: No, I'm going to let go Matt on. go first because I. I... I don't want him pinching my points.
0: Uh, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, Alex, but that's the road it's going. So it's Niall, then you, then me. So that's that's just how it works. So I'm. So, I can't. These are the rules. I'm very sorry.
2: We could swap to buzzers at some point, but you all have to make buzzer sounds. You know. I think we should
0: swap to buzzers. We okay.
1: Swap to... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt, you've just buzzed in. You go. <laughs> Right. Okay. It only count the, it's only the last side we need to know
2: about. Yeah, Bristol Rovers.
0: Um, wrong. Blackburn
1: Rovers. Damn it! Oh, oh. No, sorry, I, have first, I have to
2: take your first. I have take your first answer. So sorry.
1: <laughs> Buzz Blackburn in the last round. Stevenage in the round before that. And even I can't get the first round.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Any any guesses
2: on the first round? Of who we beat. We've been there. Harrogate, uh, no. Cambridge. Yes, I'll give you another point for Cambridge. Hey, uh,
0: okay, excuse cool. me. Excuse me. Uh, just one clarification. So can I you think give me first answers only? So is this, <laughs> is this to name all the places that we go? To? I mean, what is look? Uh, I'm
2: going to Matthew. I'm going to deduct a point for like having to go to Quizmaster in a minute. So you know, it could get worse for you. (laughs) Okay, we are almost. We're almost halfway through, and the scores currently are: Alex has six, Nile has two. Scores are currently irrelevant. And Nile has two, and Matthew has two. Okay, right. So we're going to go. We're going to do a buzzer sound here, so someone's going to have to buzz in because we're trying to make it a bit more competitive. <laughs> Get ready, Alex. <laughs> Who has the most yellow cards for the Dons this season and how many? A point for each. So buzz in when you think you know. what do you want to have a guess? It's,
1: it's
0: Ali Amadi, six. Any other I think
3: Nine on yellows. And I'm, I'm going to go with Pierce. Not Pierce. No, I'm going to go with. Not Pierce. Fuck those. I don't know. Nine. I've got nine yellow cards. It's always used to be Harry Pell, but he's not played enough games.
1: I'm going to go with uh, Armani Little and seven.
2: Okay. So the answer was, and I'm going to give you some points based on that, uh, it was Harry Pell with six. So. Matthew gets one for six. Nile gets one for Pell. And Alex, you don't get anything. We're he? Okay, he's heating up now. Okay. Oh, my word. All right. Um, yeah, we'll do the buzzing thing again, I think. <laughs> Number seven. How many goals have Arlonis scored so far? Bzz. Go, Alex. Three. And who but And also, who buy? There's names here as well, but we can do. Mrs. Robinson you...
1: scored one, and um, Lewis has scored two.
2: Okay. Any other advances?
3: Or different? I don't answers? think Alex has got the has got like the spreadsheet open, or he's looking at a program. There's a serious serious amount of cheating going on in in the folks world, I reckon. I don't know. I haven't got any of that information with me. My programs are. Like the program I have is upstairs. I haven't opened the Wimbledon page, so you know I, for not cheating, I, I'm definitely going to get a point. Okay, Niall's
2: not cheating.
0: It's, I'm thinking it's two, and I'm also going to go one for uh, Lemon. Who's going flip it? And uh, Lewis, I think he's only got one. I'm going two. Oh, okay. So the answer was actually four
2: and four, um, five in total. Four by Lemon Hay Evans and one by Lewis. So one you Alex gets one, two, three points.
0: How does he get three points how does he get three points?
2: Because he said Ooh. lemon no, because he said he said three by lemon hay, so I'm gonna give him well, the he name
3: said of the Three in total. He said I one by say, lemonhead. I did one say by three
1: lemonhead and two by Lewis. I think I okay. deserve Fine. I think two two I deserve points. two points.
2: Fine. Well, well done for all being honest. Two points then, and uh, one. You get two. Yeah. Well then Matthew gets three points. Because you've got le-, le.
3: What lemon? Yeah. Matt gets, Matt gets four points because it means Alex might not win.
2: I gets two. I make sure I put in the right place. I, if anyone is actually listening and counting, I've probably got the scores wrong anyway, so don't worry about it. Um, okay. Fingers on the buzzers. This is the fast one. Question eight. Who is the longest-serving player in the men's squad? No. Alex. Is... Incorrect. Niall. Jack Curry. Incorrect. Matthew? Uh,
0: Will Nightingale.
2: Yeah, one point to Matthew. Excellent. He's okay. not here. He's in Scotland. He's That's in the is. squad. Exactly. I'm just going by the answers I'm given. Um, And I agree with the answers. Okay, next one. Another fast one. One answer each. Question nine. Who is the AFC Wimbledon women's captain?
1: Oh, this is embarrassing. This is really embarrassing. Isn't it Hannah?
2: Yes, correct, Niall. Hannah Billingham. Yeah,
3: Niall gets a point.
0: Uh, I think I think me and Alex should lose several points for not having that, for not knowing
3: that. Hush, you. I think I should both lose about six points, and I might be one with the shower. Oh dear.
2: Okay, so we will do closest closest wins for this one. So a point for the closest. How many goals have AFC Wimbledon scored in thirty-three games in twenty twenty-three? So closest wins. Uh, so yeah, Matthew, do you want to go first? How many goals? have AFC Wimbledon scored in 33 games?
1: 40. Okay, Alex? 46.
3: I'm going to go 50, just because I'm being ridiculous optimistic.
2: Well, Nile's the winner. According to the quiz, it was 110 goals. How many goals have Wimbledon scored in 33 games in 2023? 110. So Nile gets a point.
3: We are so far out.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking about the amount of goals I've seen us score. Yeah. Yeah. No, like two. <laughs>
3: uh, okay. And that's like averages over like three. Is that how many goals in the game? Not us scored. That's going to be goals in the how, game. He
2: said, no. He says, how many goals have AFC Wimbledon scored in 33 games in 2023? 110. We'll come Ooh. back to it. Are we talking about the women's team here? It doesn't say that. Believe it that. just It doesn't say that.
3: It says AFC Wimbledon. Alright, uh, I reckon. That could be it. It could be combined. Yeah. But they would be more than 33. Anyway, whatever. Alright, Adam, fine. i got a point. It's alright.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can go like listener, you can look up how that was uh, how that answer was defined. Uh, con- 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 what's the word? Concluded. Anyway, whatever. Later. How many... I'm, oh man, I'm definitely on holiday. Okay, how many of those, okay, how many of those 33 games have they won? And again, closest gets the point. So, Niall, do you want to go first? Even though we don't know. i really just say know... this
3: is a Wimbledon podcast and it's how many games have we won, not they. It's no kind of like other team, it's we. So, yeah. I, want, I want a point for correcting the question to start off with. And I would say yeah. out of those 33, we've won uh, 11.
2: Okay. Alex?
1: 14.
0: Matthew? Um, we're making an assumption this is the men's team. Um, yeah. 13.
2: I've got to go 13. So the answer was 25.
3: Alex, it's wins. the women's team. It's,
0: it's the women's, women's team. team.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I think basically those three questions were probably on the women's team. <laughs> okay. Well, that's great. Uh, that really kind of messed up the scores. But anyway, that's good. Okay. This is the last question. And we'll do Buzzer gets in first. Which Don's player featured as a guest in a fans club held in June at Plough Lane
1: um,
3: Morgan <laughs> Matthew
2: was there Morgan. first
3: Niall Matthew gets it was Morgan Williams so it was okay. Morgan
2: so I gave Niall a point for correcting the questions uh, but the end of the quiz scores are 3, 6, 7, 8, 9 to Alex four, five, 5, 6 to Niall Three, six, seven to Matthew. So it's pretty close in the end. Uh,
1: Uh, But I think what's important here is I won. uh, Alex, (laughs) Adam,
0: Adam, um, thank you so much for that that quiz. Uh, It was interesting, maybe a bit confusing. I'm sure there was some bribing going on. But I think we all think that it's the taking part, not the winning, that matters. Um, I think, Alex, you should take that totally on board, to be honest with you. Apart from if it's uh, um, uh, AFC Women and winning, uh, and then in which case it's the winning, not the taking part. Point is, thank you very much, chaps. And thank you, listener, for listening to what's been our festive uh, podcast. It will be going out um, maybe before the new year. Um, Just like to say thanks again to my to Adam, to Alex Sanal Cooper um, and my name has been Matt Cooper have a wonderful Christmas and a very happy new